Alright, y'all know what that sound is. And we're going to make it a quick one. Try and get my volume up. Gonna have some fun. I'm feeling especially snarky today. Yeah, so we're gonna get this one rolling. Alright everybody, I want to welcome you to another episode of Thoughts from a Lawnmower with your host, Will Rouser. And I'm going to try and make this one an even quicker one. Uh, this is a spur of the moment uh, improvisation. I'm going to riff a little bit. I always, I always tend to riff, but I'm going to really riff off the top of my head here because I just want to talk about one thing. Um, in this episode, and I guess I'll uh, dispense with all the pleasantries, and I'll get right down to business here, um, and I want to talk about uh, the recent news, uh, for those of you who care, uh, those of you, I should say, I should start off by saying this, that uh, <clears throat> I am a Christian, but I'm also, I'm also a metalhead, uh, I prefer... Uh, I prefer my generation's metal to the more modern metal, but that doesn't really matter here. I'm a musician, and I have definite heroes in the rock and metal world. And uh, some bands strike me better than others, but uh, I'm, I'm aware of them. I'm aware of their work, and one in particular uh, who has made the news recently with not such good news, but uh, the band called Megadeth. And for those of you, my Christian listeners, who don't particularly care, that it's I'm not really trying to dwell on the music so much. Uh, I'm more here to dwell upon the issue that is at hand with, uh, that it, with the band. And, and there was an announcement today, uh, I saw it on Facebook, but it was uh, Megadeth Official, <clears throat> and <clears throat> I'm just going to uh, I'm going to read it to you, and then I'm going to kind of explain what I know, and I'm going to try and analyze a couple of peripheral issues, not necessarily the issue main, but peripheral issues. So um, uh, listen very carefully. This is an announcement from Megadeth. And it says, um, quote, We are informing our fans that David Ellefson is no longer playing with Megadeth and that we are officially parting ways with him. We do not take this decision lightly. And let me stop there. Dave Ellison uh, is now the former bass player of Megadeth. He was there in the beginning, and there was a period of about 10 years uh, where he wasn't in the band due to uh, some conflict, I guess a lawsuit. I'm not, I'm not really sure exactly what it was. I'm sure I could, if I wanted to read about it, I could find it in my many sources, but I never really paid attention to the <clears throat> particular issue, uh, whether it was legal or uh, personality conflict or what. I just know that he was out of the band and he returned to the band, 
and up until this announcement, he was the bass player in the band. Uh, I also want to make a side note that he made a claim to Christianity, and that's gonna that that may not be important at this point, but it will be an important part of this discussion as we drive on. I also want to note that Dave Mustaine, who is the uh, guitar player, vocalist, and CEO of the band, I guess you could say, uh, definitely the leader, he's the one who started the band, he, uh, he has also made claims to Christianity. Uh, I'm, not ne- I'm not going to make any comments about whether they are or they're not. I'm just saying that for data purposes, he's made those claims. Okay, so anyway, let me finish reading this, uh, let me f- this announcement. Uh, quote, While we do not know every detail of what occurred with an already strained relationship, what has already been revealed now is enough to make working together impossible moving forward. Excuse me, let me, let me reread that. What has already been revealed now is enough to make working together impossible moving forward. We look forward to seeing our fans on the road this summer, and we cannot wait to share our brand new music with the world. It is almost complete. Dave Mustaine, Megadeth, May 24, 2021. Now, <clears throat> let me preface anything I say now that you've heard that announcement. Some of you may say, well, so what? Who cares? Bands are businesses, and they personnel comes and goes, and that's just the way it is. And that is true. But... I want to talk about this issue specifically because for a couple of notable reasons. Number one is I've only heard rumor about what happened with uh, Dave Ellison, or we're going to call him Junior because there's two Davids and there was two Davids in the band, so we're going to call him Junior. Um, we, I don't. I don't specifically know what occurred, but what I can tell you is that apparently he had some kind of illicit online relationship with a woman who was reportedly underage. Now, that's the rumor. I have no facts to back that up. As a matter of fact, I didn't even know about this. Until and I'm sure it was all over the news, but I, I I just don't pay attention to this kind of stuff generally. I mean, I, if I if I happen to see it, you know, I wait to kind of see what uh, the information as it comes out, so that I can get a, a truer perspective. But just a just a report of something, I just really don't pay too much attention. I'm aware of it, but I just kind of <clears throat> I just kind of uh, don't pay attention to it. So anyway, but apparently that's that's what I gathered. And I hadn't even heard about this, as I was starting to say earlier. I hadn't even heard about this until a friend of mine that I was talking to about a totally different issue, but it was a moral issue. He had mentioned this issue with uh, Junior Ellison and some kind of illicit relationship. And... Since I hadn't seen it in the news, I didn't really ask about it. Um, well, let me take that back. I did see some kind of allusion to it, some kind of some kind of mention about it, but 
I try not to get myself involved in scuttlebutt because usually that's what it is. It's just scuttlebutt. It doesn't, it usually turns out it's not what it reports to be at first. There's always some detail left out. There's always, um, there's always something that has been reported wrongly. So I, if, if it's of any kind of news that's, that's worth paying attention to, usually you're going to get multiple sources and you're going to get the sources that you don't trust and the sources that you do trust. And they're usually going to be in unison. And so you can kind of gather the facts from that. But, uh, also, let me say that the reason why I don't usually pay attention to that stuff, I know this. some people may find this hard to believe, but I actually don't uh, involve myself in other people's dramas. I It's none of my business, quite frankly. And I, I find that I try to, I try to stay, <clears throat> it's difficult sometimes, but I try to stay above and beyond that kind of stuff. Because what goes on in people's private lives is just that, their private lives. And unless it directly affects, the, you know, if it, it affects the music or if it affects, you know, it affects the, uh, which clearly I guess this issue kind of does, but uh, unless it affects the grand scheme of things, I, I just don't pay attention to it. So anyway... So that's the first thing I want to say. I I really just didn't know much about it. And to be honest with you, I still don't even know much about what's going on. I I have pieced together certain pieces of information, and I've gotten a kind of general overview. So in the interest of not trying to spread rumor or innuendo, I'm not going to say that this is true. I'm not going to say this is false. I'm just going to simply say this is what has been alleged, okay? And to be honest with you, I don't really have a dog in the fight with regard to Megadeth's internal politics, okay? With the exception of the fact that I do find it sort of sad that a band with such a capable, such capable players, such... Uh, amazing musicians. Now the chemistry is going to be altered because uh, one of them either either one of them behaved inappropriately, or there was a personality conflict, and so now this this great band is going to be inextricably altered, and that's sad. But that's sad for the music, and that's sad for the fans. But in the grand scheme of things, it, it really doesn't it doesn't affect us, and that's kind of what I want to talk about uh, here for the next few minutes. Okay, so why am I talking about this in the first place? Well, it's not so much the the band itself as it is some of the comments that I have seen uh, on this post, some of the the after comments. And I've seen people's statements just all over the map on this. And they're really talking about things that they know nothing about. They know nothing about. And I'm, I'm truly amazed 
how people think that they just know something. And you could you could argue right now, well, Will, aren't you doing that? Well, yeah, I kind of am, but I'm not. I'm not really making a comment about the band situation uh, or the allegations or anything like that because I don't know. I truly don't know. I'm I'm really in the dark. I'm having to piece some of this stuff together, and I'm not really making an active investigation, if you will, because it's quite frankly none of my business. All right, but. I do find it a little disturbing with some of the comments that I have seen, and I just kind of want to I want to address real quickly a couple of things. And the first is uh, there's this comment that says, um, "Very Christian of you, Dave," and an eye roll. So, in other words, Megadeth is back to being your solo project. Nice to see you standing by your brother like that, with friends like you who needs enemies. Now, <clears throat> there was a there was a comment following that that kind of politely takes that to task, and I'm going to read that. But the 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 thing that I I want to kind of note on this is, first of all, as I understand it, Megadeth has been Dave Mustaine's baby from day one, and there's been Lots of personnel coming in and out of the band, including Junior Ellison. So I, it never ceased to be Dave Mustaine's solo project. It's always been. Yes, it's a band, but he's the one that calls the shots. Uh, Dave Mustaine calls the shots. Um, but it's the 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 thing that that really kind of gets my goat, and I want to kind of dwell on this. Is um, first of all. Uh, this comment, very Christian of you, Dave. Now, I don't. For those of you who don't know, or maybe even don't care, apparently at some period of time, probably within I don't know how long it's been now, Dave Mustaine reportedly made a profession of faith in Christ. Now, when I when I hear stuff like that, I'm always skeptical because artists throughout the decades there are artists that have made such claims you know that they found Jesus and and the christian world some some in the christian world just automatically go into rejoice mode and we should rejoice when someone comes to the you know comes to the savior we should uh, we should rejoice in that but uh, i mean the the bible even declares that you know the angels celebrate when someone comes to the knowledge of the truth. But the problem is, people can say anything, and they have. People can say whatever they need to say to uh, suit the situation that they're in. And professing Christ is no different. And you have to have, when, when you profess Christ, you have to have some kind of, you have to be producing some kind of fruit. Now, I don't know Dave Mustaine personally, and over the years, since I've heard this claim, I have seen elements of real Christian fruit. Now, I, I want to stop there and I want to say that I realize that when you've done a lot of things, when you've lived in the world and you've lived like the world and you've, you know, you've done all these things in your life and you've sowed these destructive seeds into your life, Sometimes it, your healing is not going to happen overnight. 
in a lot of cases, that's the truth. So, you know, if you've sewn in, like, say, I, you know, uh, bad language, you know, if you've been swearing uh, since you were a child, and then, you know, you, you're, you're in your 40s, and all of a sudden you become a Christian, you know, that's just not going to go away. Some people it does. Some people that does happen. But that's not the majority of cases in, in, in my uh, experience. And I'll be honest with you, I, I use swearing, um, but I don't even think that's the most important fault that you have to get rid of. But that that's a podcast for another time. Anyway, <clears throat> but you know, you there's there's so many if you'll pardon the expression, there's so many demons that are, you've sown in your life, and when you meet Jesus, well, you know, sometimes it takes a little more effort and more prayer, and more fasting, and more submission to Christ, and more, um, sometimes you got to cut things off in your life abruptly, and even then, <clears throat> those demons aren't just going to go away, and I don't want to, I don't want to get off on that tangent, but my point is that at some point, Dave, Dave Mustaine had made a profession of faith, and I remember being skeptical. Now, I like Dave Mustaine. Uh, I like I like his music. Uh, I some of the stuff I I find questionable, but uh, it, you know both musically and lyrically. But that's my personal taste. I don't have an issue with Dave Mustaine, and I don't have an issue if he's become a Christian, and I don't have an issue if he's a Christian and he's still operating the band Megadeth. That doesn't bother me either. But at some point, you've got to show you've got to show fruit of faith. And I'm sure there are people that will argue with me, but really, if you meet Jesus genuinely and you turn your life over to him, there's got to be a change. There's got to be a visible, clear, easy to see change uh, in direction. There, there's, there's, it, it, it's got to be visible. You, you've got to see it. So I'm, I'm, you know, and I don't know Dave Mustaine personally. Like I said earlier. But I would think that those fruits are going to manifest themselves publicly. You just can't help it. And I've seen, <clears throat> I'll be honest with you, I've seen some things and I'm like, yeah, okay, I can kind of see that. But I remember at first when I heard about Dave Mustaine's public confession, I, I saw a, a bunch of my um, fellow musician, my fellow Christian musician, fan, you know, fans of the band who were like, Praise God, Dave Mustaine's a Christian now. He's a Christian now. And I'm like, um, I'm sorry, guys, but I'm not seeing it. And if you'll allow me to stay here at this point, I want to I wanna make something that really bothers me. I, I've, it's always bothered me when Christians are more concerned with our heroes and our famous and our... Um, uh, are rich and wealthy uh, when they're more concerned with those people making professions of faith as opposed to your next door neighbor or you know that that wino that lives on the wrong side of the tracks or um, maybe that maybe that crooked attorney that lives in your town or maybe um, maybe that gang leader you know we we tend to we don't, we don't, or maybe just, you know, the, the young man that, that lives in, in, um, 
you know, an abusive household or something like that, and he comes to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. We don't celebrate that quite like we celebrate people like our rock stars or our pop stars or our, our celebrity, you know, actors or whatever. And it's always kind of bothered me. And I remember when uh, Ronnie James Dio passed away, there were people saying, hey, everybody, Ronnie James Dio accepted Jesus before he died. I'm like, how do you know that? How, how are you able to ascertain that? How, how do you know that? I mean, people can say anything. And I, I, I largely think it's because of hope. I hope that Ronnie James Dio made peace with uh, Jesus Christ before he passed into eternity. But given everything that Ronnie James Dio has said regarding um, uh, religion, Christianity, and things of that nature, I don't think it's likely. It's possible. I mean, God can do anything. And it's possible that he got, you know, the Holy Spirit convicted him in such a powerful way that he realized that he needed to turn his life over to Christ before he passed into eternity, that's certainly possible. But I don't think it's likely. Because he sowed so much to the flesh in this life that, I mean, he didn't, he, you know, he believed that heaven and hell were right here. I mean, listen, listen to the song, Heaven and Hell. I think it's a great tune, but that, that is his perspective. Okay, and he said so in many an interview. That's why I'm not trying to I'm not trying to put Ronnie James Dio down or Dave Mustaine down or anybody else that I mentioned. I'm simply stating that I'm blaming I'm kind of blaming the Christian community for you know they're they're just wishing that their heroes were had become Christians so it validates their right to like them. I'll give you another example. I'm a huge, as I've said in a in a previous podcast, huge Eddie Van Halen fan. I loved Edward Van Halen. I still do. I love his music, his his guitar playing. I mean, he inspired me to play guitar. I love Edward Van Halen. Okay, but Edward Van Halen's life was not such that it reflected anything about Jesus Christ. He was a good guy. He was a nice guy. I'm sure. Okay. But as we all know, if you're a Christian, as you all know, being a nice guy is not getting you into heaven. Being a good person doesn't get you into heaven. It's good that someone is good. We'd, I'd rather have a good person than a bad person. But you're, uh, unless, unless you're in Christ, you're lost. It doesn't matter what good works you do. And I, there was a, a friend of mine who I had noticed said, um, hey, everybody, Eddie Van Halen found Jesus before he died. And I was thinking, how do you know that? Were you there? Were you in the room with the family and with the doctors? And No, you weren't. How do you know this? How can you possibly make that claim? And this person, a couple people did take, this person to task I chose not to because I knew it was a lost cause but I think I did kind of casually mention how do you know this and I never got an answer but there were people who kind of took him took my friend to task for that statement 
and he reacted kind of angrily and and almost you know was saying doubting our Christianity because we dared challenge the notion that Eddie Van Halen didn't find Christ. Okay, well, I have no earthly idea, and neither do you. I have no earthly idea. I don't know where he is as far as eternity is concerned. I can guess based on the information that I have, but that's it's not an unreasonable assumption that he's lost, but it is possible he could have found Christ, but how I don't know that. I have no earthly idea about that. And I, you know, I I'm always amazed at the capability of some of my Christian brothers and sisters who are just hoping against hope that our heroes have found Jesus. And I think it's more, I'm just going to be straight up, I think it's more because we want to validate, you know, we've been listening to these people and we've been listening to their music and maybe some of their music is kind of questionable lyrically and maybe inappropriate uh, at times, but we don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear what our back back in the '80s. You know, we you know we had the satanic panic and you know the, the backward masking on records and the you know all all the stuff that the church kind of took. I think in some ways, some uh, some ways, an ignorant stance against music, uh, particularly heavy metal, because they didn't like it. Not because it was lyrically. Um, questionable, but because they just didn't like the sound of it. But be that as it may, some of our elders were not wrong in the sense that there was a lot of garbage that we were listening to. Okay, let, let's. This is just an admission. Face it, guys. You know, I've I've said this before, but when David Lee Roth said it in the song "Ain't Talking About Love," he wasn't talking about love. Okay. When Ronnie James Deal was talking about heaven and hell, he wasn't talking about uh, eternal reward or eternal punishment. You know, uh, when when Wasp sang the song Animal F Like a Beast, well, they weren't talking about zoology, you know? Uh, I mean, we have to be, we have to be honest with ourselves that some of the stuff that we were listening to, lyrically at least, was garbage. But we don't want to do that, because if we admit that, then we're acknowledging that maybe our elders were right about some of the stuff that we listened to. Now, uh, full disclosure, I'm not, I'm not berating anybody for listening to that. I still listen to stuff that maybe, maybe is, I think, rightfully questionable. You know, I love... Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction album. But I have to tell you, that album, there are a lot of the songs on there, yeah, that's probably not, that's not quality, uh, that's not, that's not quality material there as far as um, uh, getting a moral world view. Okay, I I don't I don't have a problem with documentation. I don't have a problem with commentary, even commentary that is um, raw and uncensored. But when it comes to an endorsement of a lifestyle, I think we as Christians need to look at some of the stuff that we're listening to, and at least acknowledging that 
it's probably not best. Okay, but okay, again, I'm getting off a tangent. So, at any rate, uh, you know, there there are some of our Christian brothers and sisters who want to say, well, uh, well, so and so is a Christian now, so everything's okay. And I think that's just uh, making excuses. We're hoping that our heroes are in heaven because we love them so much here. And I I would say, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I would say that is bordering on idol worship. I loved Edward Van Halen. I, I mean, I got VH stuff everywhere. He's influenced me on my guitar. But as I told a pastor friend of mine, who also loved Van Halen, um, I wouldn't trade my life. It, it, I would not trade all the success and all the accomplishment that he had. I wouldn't trade my one iota of my life for his. I, I just wouldn't do it. Okay? Because... I have treasure that's actually going to last. Okay, so anyway, again, I want to get back on to where I'm talking about. So, uh, this person makes the comment, very Christian of you, Dave, okay? And as I've already stated, I don't even know if, if Dave Mustaine's claims to Christianity are legitimate. I'm not saying they're not, but I don't know for a fact that they are. I've heard some comments that he's made that make it very likely and it's very clear he leads his he leads I've seen him on video lead people into prayer but that doesn't necessarily mean anything any, either at any rate but let's let's go with the assumption that Dave Mustaine is a Christian and this commenter saying very Christian of you Dave in a snarky manner well first of all why is it unchristian if if junior Ellison has committed something that has put the band at risk, has uh, has hurt either hurt the business or hurt the uh, the optics of the band in in a in a in in an irreparable manner. Why is it unchristian for Dave Mustaine to make a call like that? You know, I find it interesting that. During the uh, pedophile priest scandal, everybody was up in arms, and justifiably so. Everyone was up in arms that the Catholic Church turned a blind eye to what was clearly a a, a vile practice, uh, an injustice against uh, innocence. And instead of making it right, for the longest time, the Catholic Church even denied that it was happening. They, and, and from what I understand, that there were even um, secret uh, secret pacts made where they, they took a, a problematic priest and they put him somewhere else so as to um, deflect any kind of bad publicity. Okay, so there was bearing false witness, there was denial of, of any wrongdoing, and rightfully so, the public... When the truth started coming out and we started seeing evidence of cover-ups and corruption and stuff like that, the public rightfully got up in arms about it. And it, it really did hurt 
not only the Catholic Church, but it hurt the Church Universal because, and of course, I'm being redundant there because Catholic does mean universal, but I mean, not just Catholics, but Protestants too, Protestant denominations. And it brought ill repute on the name of God because the Catholic Church tried to cover up and hide and deflect and deny uh, this wrongdoing was going on. And we rightfully said, well, that's not Christian. That is not representative of Christ. And it truly wasn't. But yet these same people are now calling Dave Mustaine unchristian for doing just the opposite. It's whatever, and I'm not saying that Ellison did do something wrong, because I don't really know, but Dave Mustaine's in a position to know, and because he's, you know, he's been a bandmate, and he's been a friend, and he's been a business partner, you know, for all these years, so he is in a position to know what's going on with the his band members, and how is it unchristian for uh, for the Catholic Church to not expose a very clear evil, but then turn right around and be unchristian for Dave Mustaine to do the same thing? I mean, to excuse me, to do the opposite. In other words, you know. The Catholic Church gets blamed for being unchristian because they did something evil and they, they, they covered it up. And Dave Mustaine is called unchristian because he's exposing it and doing something about it. I mean, that it's mind-boggling what people... Um, the, the double standard. And that's kind of what I'm... I'm that's, the, that's kind of what prompted this... this this uh, podcast here was this particular episode was that you know you can't have it both ways, folks. Uh, not only is is Dave Mustaine uh, he's following up on what he is his Christian claim. This is the fruit of Christian claim. You know, if you um, if if somebody is making a claim to Christianity and they're doing something wrong. Uh, we have an obligation to call it out. And doing something evil, we have something we we have an obligation to call this out, call it what it is, and um, and if it's particularly egregious, we need to dismiss this person. As a matter of fact, the Apostle Paul did just that many times. There there was a there was a congregant in a church. Where who was uh, sleeping with his uh, stepmom, and apparently this person had already been confronted about it, and the apostle Paul said, "Kick him out of the church. Kick him out. Hand him over to Satan." Now I'm not trying to compare whatever Junior Ellison did to that situation. What I'm saying is, the apostle Paul is who wrote all about grace and all about mercy, and yet he was the first person to say, kick him out. Get him out. All right? This person is unapologetic. They're not 
you know, they're not sorry and they're they're openly committing this sin. So, you know what? For the sake of the reputation of the church, get him out. And so I don't think it's unchristian at all of Dave Mustaine to make this call. Again, I am making an assumption. Okay? I don't know. I'm going to say it again, folks, to be very clear. I don't know what's going on. I'm piecing things together. And I'm only doing that to make comments, to to make commentary on the comments that I'm seeing. Okay, so uh, the this person goes on to say, Nice to see you standing by your brother like that. Well, how do you know that this was not a mutual decision. How do you know that that Dave Mustaine didn't go to Junior Ellison and say, look, man, uh, you know, I hate to see you go, but you, you know this is going to become bigger than, you, this is going to do tremendous damage to the band. You know, I don't, you know, he might have said, I don't know this, I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of filling in the blanks here. You know, he might have said, look, what you do in your own life is your business, but when it starts to affect my business, then I got to put a stop to it. And there may have been an argument. There may have already been, as as it says in the statement of, that I read to you at, at the outset of this, it may very well have been that um, there was already a strained relationship, and this was the tipping point. This situation is what tipped the balance, and so I don't find fault with Dave Mustaine for making a, a, a business decision to protect his business. I mean, this is his livelihood, okay? And I realize it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, up until this point, it was Ellison's livelihood too. But see, you know, when you, and this this goes to kind of something else I want to talk about, is that there are consequences for certain things. There are consequences for your actions. And sometimes people think that they can just continue to do whatever it is that they want to do. Again, I don't know what Ellison, uh, I don't know if, you know, this may have just been a situation where he got caught up and it went a little too far. And it, judging by uh, a, another participant in this situation, uh, it's very clear that somebody slipped up and let some information out that they shouldn't have let out. And once the public got a hold of it, it became distorted beyond what it should have been. But regardless, the the point is, is that there is often a consequence for things that you do. Nothing is ever truly private, okay? you know there's there's always going to be some kind of consequence sometimes it's it's it you know most people won't know it or won't care and then there's going to be some very very public consequences to the actions that you take it, it you know you can't always and you can't always know i'll, I'll say this um speaking about um Mustaine's business decision you know, I work for a company, and 
they don't hesitate to say, hey, you don't have to work here. There are certain things that I have to do and I, you know, I have to, uh, you know, like, for example, I, I have to show up to work on time and I have to work my shift and I have to do what I'm assigned to do. You know, those are those are just very basic things. You know, I don't, I'm not supposed to horseplay. I'm, you know, very clearly I'm not supposed to steal uh, things of that nature. So uh there are you know if if you don't like those rules you don't have to work there and like it or not uh bands are businesses okay i mean especially at that kind of level you know there's money to be made there's money to be managed there are expenses and there's there is public um uh, perception uh, that's all part of the business that's 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 all supposed to be there and Dave Mustaine is not just a guitar player he's not just a singer he's not just a songwriter but he is the CEO of the band and so he's got to make those decisions now we can argue whether that's good or bad but given his track record of uh, um, having a, such a lengthy career and successful career, I would say that he's had more good decisions than bad decisions. I mean, you could argue about his, you know, his drug addictions and stuff like that that he had, but uh, that's kind of not unusual. Uh, it's not good, but it's not unusual. And uh, so anyway... Uh, him, to say that he's not standing by his brother, on the contrary, he may very well have uh, done Dave, uh, excuse me, uh, Dave Ellison, a favor. We just don't know what was going on, and we, you know, this this person making the comment here is assuming that uh, Dave Mustaine is the bad guy here, and you don't really have any. You have no earthly idea what's going on behind the scenes. You have no earthly... As a matter of fact, I read a lot of these comments, and it was virtually the same thing. You know, I, I saw a couple of people... I saw one that said, it's not very Christian. Where do you get that from? Where does anybody get that idea from? Uh, we, there, was a, there was a recent scandal, and I commented on, on, a, on a podcast uh, several months ago... Um, with um oh what's his name <laughs> I'm having a mental block here uh uh from Liberty University Falwell Jr having a, a Jerry Falwell Jr where he had a, it, it is alleged that he and his wife had an illicit uh sexual encounter or several illicit sexual encounters and so Liberty University uh removed him now he's claiming that that's unjustified and it may very well be unjustified but i think if liberty university had not taken that action there would have been people who would have shouted well that's not very christian you're just going to hide this immoral act you're just going to turn your turn turn away and act like it never happened we Christians sometimes can't win for losing. 
We do the right thing. People say, well, that's not very Christian. We don't do the right thing. People say, well, that's not very Christian. And usually the people saying that's not very Christian don't know what the heck they're talking about. They don't know anything about what the Bible says, how Christians are supposed to act in the first place. You know, and so, you know, I, I find it, but I find it particularly egregious when it's believers who do stuff like that. They should know better. If you call yourself a believer, then you should be at least understand where Dave Mustaine is coming from on this. Okay, and you shouldn't, the first thing shouldn't be you're a snarky, well, that's very Christian of you, Dave. All right, that's just, you, you obviously have not read your Bible. Okay, and you don't understand that, uh, you know, it's it's proper to take uh, action when people don't behave in a manner consistent with what they say. Okay. And it's difficult, but sometimes you've got to do what you've got to do. And that shows the mark of a leader. A leader is going to make a decision even if it's not popular. Now, I don't, that's not to justify unpopular uh, decisions and not say, well, you know, that's the end of it. Because there's, there's plenty of things that I complain about that are, you know, decisions that are made by our leaders and stuff like that that are not that are not popular and they're not popular for a reason but sometimes you got to do what you know is the correct thing to do according to everything that you've been instructed according to particularly with Christians according to what the Bible tells us and how you know what Jesus commanded us okay so if you're not doing that, then I'd argue that you don't need to be in a position of leadership. Okay. All right. Now, I want to read a comment to the comment. Um, and he, this, this person said, hard business decision. While I hate to see um, Junior go again, it was the right call. His presence amid the controversy would be a major distraction as the band sets out on a tour to recover losses from 2020. Those of you, I don't think I need to remind you that 2020, everybody in the music industry just got hit bad because of the COVID pandemic and all the restrictions and everything like that. And so, you know, when you're trying to, you know, a year, that's a lot of money lost. That is a lot of, that's a lot of cash that's not been made, all right? And just for the record, you know, these artists, you know, even though they may have, they enjoy the fruits of their labor, they got to continue to make money. And I don't have a problem with that, but the thing is, this may have been, one of the hardest business decisions that Dave Mustaine had to make. Okay. So, and, and as a Christian, we're not exempt from making hard business decisions, from having to make decisions that will often be hard. Uh, it, it's, as a matter of fact, 
if you don't make some of these decisions as a Christian, then you're you're going to do harm to that which you took an oath to protect. You know, you've got other people to think about. You've got other employees to think about. And if your if your business sustains a um, sustains a, a a public image damage, you know, a, an injury to your your public image. Forgive my stammering, uh, but if you sustain that, it's extremely difficult to recover from that. And so, you know, people have to make decisions oftentimes that aren't popular. And to question someone's Christianity because they made a hard business decision, uh, I think shows a lot of ignorance on you on on that person on the person criticizing. That's that's just really hugely ignorant. And and the, a lot of the comments that I saw, and there were th- I didn't obviously there was something like on the order of like four and a half thousand. No, um, it was more than that. Um, but it it it's one of those things where uh, it's it's one of those situations where. And I'm going to try and wrap this up because I've, I've come to about an hour and I said I was going to kind of try and keep this short. So I'll just say this. that The three things that, that, that I have come down to on this is, number one, uh, most all of us, including myself, don't really know what's going on. So why are we talking about something we don't even know, we only know little bits and pieces of? I'm only talking, I'm really not talking about the, the situation. I'm talking about the the situation that's being generated uh, in the comments section. I'm talking about people who are speaking about things that they know nothing about, as if they got some kind of authority. Okay, and so my advice to y'all is, it's best to just shut up. I haven't even commented on. I haven't made no comment on this. Either way, I I I have my thoughts on it, but that's just it. They're just thoughts. And they're subject to change as more information comes through. And even if more information does come through, it's none of my business. Folks, it's none of your business. You know, if you like the music, when when the new music comes out, if you like it, buy it. If you don't like it, don't buy it. If you don't like Dave Mustaine, don't buy the music. All right? It, it's fine. But it's really not your business. This decision is not your business. I hate to see Junior Ellison go. And I think it will change the sound of the band. But that doesn't mean it'll be bad. Doesn't mean it'll be good. It'll just be different. Okay? But I don't know what's going on. And I don't really have any business saying one way or the other. And neither do you. And I'm sure that's going to strike some of you as condescending. And maybe it is a little bit. Maybe I am being a little condescending. But, you know, some of you need to come off your high horses. Okay? The second thing that I would say to this is we really don't know who is a Christian. I don't run in Dave Mustaine's circles. I'm not at that level. 
I only know what I see in the reports. And let's realize that there's a lot of media that say things that aren't necessarily true. They distort it. They, um, they alter it. They present it without context or perspective. And it's really difficult to know exactly what's true and what's not. Unless you ask the person. And I'm not in a position to ask Dave Mustaine. And even if I was in a position to ask Dave Mustaine, he has no obligation to tell me anything. Okay? I'm a fan. And that's it. I think all of us need to have a little perspective as to who we are in this. Okay? That's family business. Leave it alone. Alright? Um, so... And the third thing I guess uh, that I'm I'm trying to say is stop trying to uh, make um, stop trying to make these these celebrities out to be all of a sudden saints. You know, all of a sudden stop stop hoping for. I mean, yes, I wanted I wanted Eddie Van Halen to be saved. You know, I wanted all my rock star um, heroes to be saved. All right, I'd love it for that. You know, I and I'm I I believe that the Holy Spirit has probably put people in these places to minister to uh, these lost individuals. I I don't I don't believe that God has not provided a way for them to reach eternal life. I mean, look at the band Striper. I mean, Striper is in among these guys and and those guys, man, they they're the real thing as far as I'm concerned. Some of you may doubt that, but I believe that they're the real thing. I I have seen nothing but fruit from them. And so, maybe the Holy Spirit has put Striper in there to influence all of these guys, you know, to at least so that none of them are without excuse. But that being said, uh that's that's God's department to handle that. He'll he'll put who he needs to put in those places. All right. Are you doing what you're supposed to be doing in the place that you're at? Whether it's your place of business or your neighborhood or you know the friends that you hang with. You know, if you can't if if you're if you can't influence the people you're around in your circle, and I'm I'm using the term level. I, I don't mean that these these celebrities are a higher level than we are, but just for the sake of of illustration, they are at a level, they're at a place that you and I that your average my average listener is not at. I don't know if there's any famous person listening to this podcast or even if they care. But that doesn't matter to me. Okay. My question to you is, are you concerned about the people where you're at? Let's not worry about the, the Ronnie James Dio's and the Eddie Van Halen's and the Dave Mustaine's and the Dave Ellison's, you know, and the Alice Cooper's and, and whoever else and the Ozzy Osbournes. Let's not worry about I mean, Pray for them, certainly. But we can't, I, I can't spend my energy worried about whether or not they're get ministered to when I got neighbors on either side of me and across the street that need Jesus. Okay. When I got people who probably walk into the the church that I attend that need Jesus, or I got people at my job that need Jesus, 
or I got friends that I hang around that need Jesus. Okay, so why don't you be concerned about that? You know, it's okay to enjoy these people's music. It's okay to enjoy, you know, it's it's okay. I mean, I, I believe those, those things are gifts from God, even from those who are lost. You know, I do believe that you can get um, truth in sources, and, and this, I know it's going to be controversial. I do believe that there are people that speak the truth, at least impartiality, okay, but you have to have a mind of you have to have a discerning mind to know when they're telling the truth and when they're lying to you. Okay. But that's that again, that's a whole other podcast. I'll just <clears throat> I just want to wrap it up by saying that uh, number one, this is none of your business. It's none of my business. So let's reserve our commentary for information that we actually know. Number two, don't call people unchristian for making hard decisions about things that are affecting their business. Okay? Unless it's clearly unchristian. If it's just something that's not popular with you because you don't agree with it, that doesn't make it unchristian. And then, I guess the last thing is, stop worrying about celebrities and start worrying about your own neighborhood. Start, you know, start taking care of your own little part of the world. And uh, so... With that, I'd like to just thank you for listening. I appreciate all my listeners. And um, I hope this has given you some food for thought, if you can make it through my stammering. (laughs) And I appreciate you guys, and I'll see you on the next episode. All right. Have a good day.